The Bridgeport Democratic Town Committee will be at the center of a state party hearing tonight. Two Bridgeport residents have accused DTC committee chair Mario Testa of running the city's party like, in their words, a secret society. Jameem Davis is the president and co-director of Bridgeport Generation Now Votes. She filed the complaint and says the committee isn't meeting in a public location, meets less than four times a year, doesn't provide treasurer reports, and more. If the majority of people in Bridgeport are Democrats, we need to make sure that they are upholding our Democratic Party values, our rules, and is behaving in a Democratic way. But they are not, and they are behaving and running business in a very undemocratic way. The hearing is on Zoom at 6 o'clock tonight and is open to the public. You can find the link on WSHU.org. Hey, happy Friday. You're listening to After All Things, WSHU's daily news and culture update from the Long Island Sound region. Michelle Traconis is found guilty in connection to the murder of Jennifer Dulos. New York Democrats vote to limit a practice known as judge shopping. Union members rally in support of a Nassau casino. And later, a Newtown priest is honored by Congress. Those stories and more are coming up. I'm Sabrina Garone. Michelle Traconis has been found guilty on six counts in connection to the murder of Jennifer Dulos, a New Canaan mother of five. Traconis is the former girlfriend of Fotis Dulos, who murdered his estranged wife. She's guilty of conspiring to murder, tampering with physical evidence, and more. She faces a maximum of 50 years in prison with a sentencing date in May. Jennifer Dulos went missing in May 2019 and was pronounced dead last October. Prosecutors believe Fotis Dulos attacked her in their home. He he died by suicide in January 2020, just weeks after being charged. Democrats in the New York State Legislature aren't taking any chances now that they've approved new congressional district lines. They also moved to limit what's known as the practice of judge shopping, where challengers file lawsuits against the lines. Karen DeWitt reports. The bill, approved in both houses, limits any future legal challenges to district lines drawn by the legislature in the future to just four counties. They are Albany, Erie, New York County, which encompasses Manhattan, and Westchester. Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty says the counties are all seats of the state's judicial departments, and they may have more expertise to draw on to hear the cases. We just feel that those are the four jurisdictions that are best equipped to handle these type of uh, cases. All of those counties are dominated by Democrats, including the Supreme Court judges who preside there. Republican Assembly Minority Leader Pro Tem Andy Goodell during debate accused Democrats of changing the rules because they lost a major court battle on redistricting to the Republicans in 2022. This bill says if you want to stand up for the Constitution of the state of New York, you can only do it in four counties. How is that consistent with our oath of office? Republicans filed a challenge in Steuben County, a rural region dominated by GOP lawmakers and judges. That lawsuit eventually led to the Democratic-drawn lines being thrown out by the state's highest court, who said they were unconstitutionally gerrymandered. The lines were redrawn by a court-appointed special master and are believed to have contributed to Democrats losing four seats to Republicans that year, helping the GOP gain control of the House. 
In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt for the New York Public News Network. Three New Milford residents are suing the manufacturing company Kimberly Clark, whom they accuse of polluting their community with PFAS chemicals. WSHU's Molly Ingram has more. Kimberly Clark has manufactured paper products in New Milford since the 1950s from its facility next to the Housatonic River. The lawsuit alleges they use PFAS chemicals, also called forever chemicals, to make their products. PFAS chemicals do not break down and can cause a range of health issues when consumed, according to the CDC. Attorney Ian Sloss represents the plaintiffs. The soil and water at the residences of the plaintiffs has been tested and has come back with levels that are higher than the Connecticut action levels for PFAS chemicals. A spokesperson from Kimberly Clark told WSHU in a statement that the company does not use PFAS in any of its U.S. consumer products. Molly Ingram, WSHU News. Stratford Public Schools may lose its remaining public school librarians after its Board of Education voted to send its annual budget proposal to the town for approval. The nearly $129 million budget would eliminate all elementary and high school librarian positions. The school system already got rid of its middle school librarians a few years ago. District staff complained the cuts would hurt students, but Board of Ed Chair Michael Henrick says the cuts are an attempt to save money. We need to be fiscal responsible and we need to we are, we are also not only responsible to the students for, for providing a quality education we're also responsible for the taxpayers the board of education rejected an alternate budget that would have saved librarian positions Beloved Newtown priest Robert Weiss was honored on the floor of the U.S. Congress after his recent retirement that story is coming up first a message from our supporter Local support comes from Hartford HealthCare, the only health system in the Northeast, with all its hospitals receiving A grades for safety from the LeapFrog Group, the nation's leading independent safety watchdog group, hartfordhealthcare.org. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman rallied with union workers in support of a proposed casino on the Nassau Coliseum property. Hofstra University won a lawsuit challenging the county's lease agreement with Las Vegas Sands Corporation. Blakeman has accused Hofstra of working with rival casino bidders to block his support of Sands. Ryan Stanton is the executive director of the Long Island Federation of Labor. He scolded Hofstra for its possible underhanded tactics. They have supported the local community. They have supported the union movement. They have supported not-for-profits, knowing full well that this day may come where Elise may be called into question because Susan Poser wasn't getting what she wanted. She didn't want to hear from the community. She didn't want to hear from the residents of Nassau County. She didn't want us to decide our future. The county released screenshots of text from Hofstra's president, Susan Poser, who showed evidence of the school's alleged collusion with New York Mets owner Steve Cohen and Hard Rock International. 
Yale University will test out using geothermal energy as a new way to heat and cool buildings on campus. It could help the school reach its goal of zero carbon emissions by 2035. Architects say they'll drill 190 hollow tubes that reach up to 850 feet underground. Circulating fluids will change temperature depending on the differences in temperatures above and below ground. New Haven's City Plan Commission will review the idea this month. Construction on a geothermal pump has actually already started in nearby Wallingford with funding from the federal government. Severed human remains were discovered in Babylon on Long Island near a park and school. The first arm was found by high school students. Homicide detectives are using tattoos and DNA to identify the victim. Southard's Pond Park has been closed due to the investigation and the school is holding indoor recess to avoid any interference. Professional bull riding will be held for the first time in Bridgeport this weekend. The PBR Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tour is a pre-qualifying series for bull riders who want to participate in the Unleash the Beast Tour and the PBR World Finals. Tickets start at about $34 at Total Mortgage Arena. The Institute for American Indian Studies will host its annual Maple Sugar Festival tomorrow. Experts will talk about the origins of Native American maple syrup. WSHU's Janice Roman has more. The Institute for American Indian Studies will showcase the history of how indigenous communities harvested sap from maple trees. Visitors will learn about the origin of maple harvesting and how it was incorporated into the diet of Native Americans. The Institute will demonstrate traditional Native American techniques of collecting sap and boiling it down into a syrup and sugar. The festival will include activities like traditional Native American games for children and traditional storytelling. The festival will be hosted at the Institute's museum located in Washington, Connecticut. Attendees can register for the event on the Institute for American Indian Studies website. Janice Roman, WSHU News. Monsignor Robert Weiss, a priest in Newtown, Connecticut, was honored on the floor of the U.S. Congress after his retirement last month. U.S. Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut acknowledged Weiss for consoling the Newtown community after the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting that killed 20 children and six educators. WSHU's Davis Donovan reports. Murphy praised Weiss, affectionately known as Father Bob, for his response to the shooting. In the days, weeks, and years after that tragedy in Sandy Hook, he led with his heart on his sleeve. He helped heal a broken community more than anyone else. He bore the burden, separate and aside from the families who bore the majority of that burden. Father Bob's career would have been remarkable even if December 14, 2012 never happened. But what he did that day, what he did in the days and the weeks and the years that followed, that makes him a legend. Weiss spoke with WSHU for the podcast series Still Newtown in 2022. He said the response to the shooting taught him the power of community. You don't need a lot of bells and whistles. You just need a lot of hearts and hands. And, you know, to watch a community come together. I mean, there are people that, that to this day said, I never even met this neighbor I lived next door to for four years until this happened. And I think it just shows, you know, all these blackers, faith, family, friends, it works. 
Weiss spent 50 years as a priest and served at St. Rose of Lima Parish for nearly 25 years. He was supposed to retire in 2021, but pushed his retirement back by three years. His final mass in January drew standing ovations. Let's use the day and the grace that God gives us for the best, and let's continue to live as he wants us to live. So the Lord be with you. And one final time, may God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Davis Donovan, WSHU News. For the latest news from Long Island and Connecticut, you can listen on the radio or stream anytime you like with the WSHU app or on our website, WSHU.org. After All Things is supported by Hartford HealthCare. And like all your other favorites from WSHU, this podcast is also made possible with support from our listeners. So if you like what you hear, you've been listening for a while now, please consider making a donation to our station or even becoming a sustaining member. Check out our website for all the info on how to do that. And we really appreciate it. I'm Sabrina Garone. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.